Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Idly hey! Welcome to another episode of The Brett Allen Show. Prepare to be astonished! A pop culture podcast. Join Brett Weekly as he interviews your favorite celebrities from film, <gasps> oh, television, back in business, baby. comedy, and much more. Inconceivable! Plus, you never know who will stop by. Dude, we are so gonna party! Now, here is your host, Brett Allen. It's another special edition of The Brett Allen Show, a pop culture podcast where we talk to your favorite actors, celebrities, musicians from film, television, comedy, and more, pretty much anything pop culture related. Uh, you will find us there hanging out. And today we are chatting with the very amazingly talented uh, Joss Stone about her brand new album, uh, Never Forget My Love, which is just on repeat here in the house. Uh, thanks oh, for hanging out today. I appreciate it. That's so lovely. Thanks for having me. Yes. Well, I have been a fan for a very long time. I think pretty much since um, day one, really. So oh, wow. uh, it's very special to have you on the show. This new music is great. Uh, 2022 is here. As you have said, you're ready to take it on. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the music and what sort of inspired you uh, and the genesis behind this brand new music. Well, I think that this is finally the, the poshest album I've made in my mind. It's like the classy, the classy Joss, if you like. Um, I feel like I've kind of grown into this woman that doesn't have any worries. Um, I mean, of course, we have upset in our lives, but you, if you've listened to me since the beginning, you've had all sorts of um, versions of me in a way. It's always me, yes. but it's like... If you listen to a 15 year old writing a song, there will be insecurities in there and worries and kind of questions, lots of them. Um, but now I'm 34 and if things don't work out, it's okay. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you get to <laughs> that do. place and you don't care anymore. So you just, you're just you and you're just honest and raw and it's like, whatever, let's just be us. Let's just be who we are. Which is a nice thing. It's kind of it is. It really is, and especially for somebody like yourself who's had such longevity in this business and sustainability and all of the things that go along with being a musician and a quote unquote you know public figure, which I feel is a very polarizing term. But (laughs) your music has progressed over the years, really. Um, So again, as you mentioned, and, and this is what I'm hearing, it has to be very satisfying to put something out yeah. and just kind of go, you know, pardon the crudeness, but F it, this is yeah, it. This you know, if you if you don't like me, then that's cool. And that's if you do, you do. Yeah. So especially as a musician. It's a lovely feeling, isn't it? To let go of the outcome, you know, because sometimes you may find yourself um, making an album or writing a song and thinking, oh gosh, I really hope that it sits in this on this radio station and this playlist and these people play it and it's just not the right way to do things i think we should just live our lives be happy be free be honest um, make music that we're feeling at the time um don't worry about anything just just be true and i think the music comes out much more lush and um natural if you have that attitude so i think that's what happened here i mean and of course i was i was playing with my friend Dave. So it was like, that was encouraged, 
you know, to just be you because we really like each other. We're like best mates playing in the sandpit. That's the best way that I can explain writing a song with Dave Stewart. He's very encouraging and just very, he's a very uplifting person to be with. So if I say, you know, Dave, I really want to make this dramatic, huge ballad that's got strings all over it and we just tell our hearts. He goes, yeah, let's do this. Let's go for it. And it came out so good. I'm so glad. Yeah, it's just, it's really, really nice. And again, you know, that's part of the fun of following uh, an artist for the trajectory of their career because you get to see it's like wine you know wine and has different vintages right you know i'm in the wine industry so you get to taste what each year is like and with your music it's the same thing did you did was this pretty well born out of the pandemic the lockdown just kind of recording or had you started this prior or was this kind of after things Mm -hmm. um how did that work out for you as far as being able to get production i'm sure you probably have easy access to to be able to record clearly because you have new music so. yeah <laughs> so actually when it first kicked off what was it February or something it was starting to kind of trickle in um I wanted to record a song called walk with me um that I put out um really just because I felt at that time we needed something I I felt I wanted to help I don't know why I don't know why I think I can possibly help <laughs> but I thought what can I do you know like all all my gigs have been taken away and that's my that's my tool that yeah. helps people smile that's what I have is my voice and my music and my band and we go around the world and we make people happy that's our job and then someone comes along and takes that all away and I thought oh well how can I do my job Um, I don't know how to record my own voice, but here I am now talking to you on my little microphone with my little scarlet box. And to the left here, I've got a little ISO box box. I put my head in it and I just sing and I press, I do it on GarageBand and I learned it took me ages, but I learned how to do it. And, um, I sent it to Steve to mix it. And he was like, oh my God, it's actually all right. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, oh wow, it, it did work, you know? So it's not as easy as just going to a studio and having everyone just set up and play. But right. but we did it. You can do it. Even if there's yes. a lockdown, even if they tell you to stay inside your house, you can do it. You do need a bit of equipment, but I've only got four things actually um, to make that happen. So you can do it. It's just, uh, you've got to have the will, right? So that was that one song, but this album, it was, it was just Dave being, um, hopeful and optimistic. He said, I know there's a pandemic. I know there's a lockdown. I know we're not supposed to be traveling. Um, or not even not supposed to, but people are saying that we're not allowed and it's not possible to what a load of shit. It actually yeah. was possible to. Um, it was always possible to. I traveled the entire time and I did not get COVID until like last month. Um, right. Same here. Yeah. Oh, I know. Did you? It's that bloody yeah. new variant. It's just it. I- One trip to Los Angeles for Christmas with my son. And, and you got it. We all got hammered like instantly. Oh, I digress. But yeah, I know it's ridiculous. It's so annoying, isn't it? Because you survive all that time and you're like, yes, I haven't got it. And then all of a sudden it just gets you in the side of the head like a sucker punch. 
Yeah. But, um, it's, you know. Well, very fascinating. Yeah. So we managed to travel and Dave said, I'm, I'm going to the Bahamas, which is where he's, he's living on a tiny island in the middle of nowhere. And he's made a studio and he said, come down. We're going to write um, some songs for this play called Time Traveler's Wife. That's actually coming out now. They've just announced it like two days ago. Um, okay. So that's coming soon in England. So people can go and actually see the play, which we thought was not going to be possible. Of course, in the pandemic, you're not allowed to bring anyone together. But that's happening. Um, as everything, these these things do pass. Um, so we just continued to write for that. Just Just not even paying any mind to the fact that People were saying, life is not going to go back to normal. We're never going to have plays. We're never going to have concerts again. You know, I just, we (laughs) just ignored that completely and carried on regardless. And um, I went down there. We started writing songs about time travel, which is an odd thing to do, but quite fun. And then I said, I was just telling him about my dreams of what records I wanted to make. You know, I was just talking about, Dusty Springfield and Dionne Warwick and the Burt Bacharach songs, really. I said, I really want to make songs like that, but I don't know, I don't really know how. I don't know how to go about it, you know? I'm, I'm used to making songs with a groove bass, you know? It's yeah. all blues and R&B and, you know, there's like a hip-hop backbone and you just flow, you just flow. But it's not a deliberately constructed composed masterpiece that's not what I'm used to doing but I want to do it and so Dave said well I know how to do it and he grabbed his guitar and he went how about this and then we just wrote 10 songs and it was done in like five days (laughs) it's amazing I find what you do and others just fascinating uh being able to write songs in such short spurts a couple other questions here uh, as we wrap up are you one that likes to write before you go into the studio to record or do you go into the studio in a normal situation mm-hmm. where you have you know obviously you can go into a place yeah. i mean in home i guess it would be similar but yeah. where you write while you're in the studio and you're putting things together with producers and musicians or yeah. do you have everything locked and loaded that you go in and you're like i'm here let's record an album as as efficiently and and the best that we can we kind of did a bit of a combination of that um okay because we had the the map um that we'd made in the bahamas in those five days we had we had made the map for each song so the melodies were all decided on um all the chords um the way that the drums was to play and the way the strings were to go apart from i did add a bit later but um but mostly the bones of it was was written but um Dave is so he's so funny because he's he is so quick with things and it's like that's why it's playful we never sit and and like lament over what should this lyric be it's just okay this sounds great okay you know once the feeling is done the song is done and then that's it so I'd be like Dave but what about all the lyrics we only had the chorus and like three words in the verse. And, you know, he's like, don't worry about that. We'll get to that later. So actually I would go away and work on that. And then I brought it to the studio in Nashville where we recorded finally. And, okay. and then we finished it. So we did do a combo. Um, but it's it's fun to do both. But I like to have sort of a plan. Do you Do you find yourself like getting inspired in the middle of the night 
and like pull out the phone and do yeah. voice notes and things like that and go maybe even sing something and hum a melody and then, you know, email it or message it to one of your team members and say, hey, check this out. What do you think? So you do that as well. Yes, I definitely do that. I don't always email it because I'm always a bit shy of that until it's ready. But I will <laughs> I'll do that for myself. Um, okay. But do you know what's so annoying? Often at night when I'm lying in bed and everything is silent, something comes and it's almost a perfectly finished idea. And I will be like humming it. I have all the words. I have everything. And I think that is unforgettable in my dream state. I think that, yeah. that is exactly perfect. That's what I want to do. And then I think stupidly, so arrogantly to myself, that's so unforgettable. I'm going to remember that in the morning. And I don't, <laughs> I don't record it. And of course I don't remember it in the morning. So, you know, if anybody out there is listening and is a songwriter, <laughs> just always, always do a voice note, even if you think it's easy to remember, because I have made that mistake so many times. <laughs> Yeah, that's very interesting. Do you write music for other artists as well? Do you get pushed for that or do you just mostly write for yourself and yeah. keep it? I That's one of my big dreams to write for other singers. I've written for okay. a few other singers, um, but nothing like um, that has been a massive thing that you would know about. But just, you know, writing with my girlfriends, uh, my friend Celine, I wrote with her. I wrote with... Um, I worked with a lady called Violet Skies when she was really young and now she's an amazing writer, so that's cool. But really, it's just something that I want to do in the next few years. I want to totally focus in on exactly that. It's like you're reading my mind asking me this question because I've been talking about it so much for the last year. I'm now a mum and I yes. love that so much. Touring is not <laughs> that great when you've got kids that are running around right now she's tiny so it's easy but i would love to continue to write songs and have a young artist come along and say i'll sing it i'll go on the road i'll run around the world <laughs> singing this song <laughs> that would be a dream wouldn't it because you can still have music in your life and um someone else can run around the world like crazy <laughs> doing it. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. And or maybe a children's album, who knows what the yes. future might hold, especially oh, with kids. Oh, I've got lullabies now. I actually just Do you know what's crazy? Literally 2 hours ago I was putting her to bed and I wrote this new song for her whilst I was doing a lullaby. Um whilst I was um singing her to sleep and um I forgot to make a voice note. <laughs> well, there you go. Now you have a job to do when we're done. Yes. When you're done with press. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> it's so again just super fascinating and and great music. But I I always look at music as storytelling. Being a storyteller. Yeah. This album. What is the big hope for you? I mean, obviously you want people to enjoy it, but is there a message or a, a hope or something that you would like? listeners to take away from mm -hmm. uh, when they get a chance to listen if they haven't already mm -hmm. so the title is never forget my love which yeah. is actually um one of the songs on the record and dave he we were trying to think of the title for the album that was just separate from any of the songs and nothing was really hitting and he said just that's who you are that's what you do you just love all the time and that's that's what you're trying to do so why not just use that as the title i thought oh that's actually perfect you know if that was on my gravestone that'd be that'd be perfect you know so I love um it. it's really about i of course want people to feel love 
when they listen to it and also comfort even when they're listening to the sad songs to know that you're not on your own you're not the only one that's been through it actually we're all in this life together and sometimes you have good days sometimes you have bad sometimes you have to grieve but it, when you're grieving a relationship that's because of love that's yeah. why if you if there was no love you wouldn't care right you'd just be like whatever exactly so if we can think and remember those love moments maybe we will end up less bitter and um just more accepting i suppose I love it. That is a great uh, piece of advice and words to live by because really uh, losing somebody that you love, regardless of the circumstances, yeah. it's it's a mourning process yes. and you have to allow yourself to mourn and get through it. Yep. Throw on Joss's new album to kind of help you yeah. uh, press through it. Yeah. Um, we'll make sure that we put links to all of this in our show notes so people can listen and watch. Uh, uh, again, such fantastic music. Always uh, on play here in the house with our, um, I won't say her name because if I do, she'll talk to me. Um, <sighs> A-L-E-X-A. Uh, well, see, it just slid up here, so I got to be careful. <laughs> um, Joss Stone, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you very much. That brings today's show to a close. Goodly do. Thanks for stopping by. If you enjoyed the episode, feel free to share it with a friend and subscribe. It's absolutely free. The views and opinions of the guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. Autobots, roll out. Go home.